Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. I didn't even warm up this time. Yeah. No, I didn't need I didn't a warm know up. My mic's okay. Hey guys, uh, I'm checking it right now. Also, we have Trevor here. Hey, yes, Trevor. Yeah, I met Pat Callahan today. It's a great day. Yeah. Um. This is uh. Yeah. The, yeah. You're meeting him for the first time. Yep. This is actually Trevor is our first live guest on the show since we've done it at marquette technically that was an entire semester oh wow so there's a lot yeah. of pressure on me right now yeah the, the way we used to do the show was actually to have uh, a guest on every time and that's kind of how we did the show but now we're doing it much differently because it's just me and pat and we don't normally have somebody in pat's basement but <laughs> <laughs> trevor's it's, joined it's us the booth you don't have yeah, to say it's trevor is the ba- so uh Trevor took the train down, met me at work, and then we drove over here. So thank you for doing that, Trevor. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So Pat, what's new with uh, what's new with you? Let's start with that. A lot of stuff, man. Okay. Elaborate. <laughs> Elaborate. Go on, please. <laughs> okay, so I missed last week, right? Yeah, technically, yeah. I okay. <laughs> I had a work event that kind of got dropped on me that day. Okay. And I've only been at my new job for about three months, so it's not. I felt like I was pretty much like I had to go. Yeah. You know the yep, new, yep, yep. the newbie. Yep. Can't say no. So we went to the Panic Room. In okay. Chicago. That's Pan IQ. That's how Ooh. It's got it. Oh. Nothing to do with the uh, Bruce Willis movie, right? No, not okay. really. It's an edgy name, though. Yeah. It, it was. So okay. there's. You, okay, you only get to do one room at a time, and you have an hour, but it's basically okay. an escape room, and they leave clues in the room for you to try to get out. So the one we did was called Mob. Okay. So it's like based in Prohibition, you know, Chicago yes. in the 20s, Yep. and you have an hour to escape this room, Okay. and they leave you clues. And I'm just going to flat out say I don't think anybody's ever escaped on the first attempt. Because the clues they leave and the way it's supposed to line up, it just it's too much. Really? Yeah. So give us some examples of like what type of thing this is. So you look at a picture, and this picture is the wind is blowing in this direction west. So you have to look this direction west in the room for mm-hmm. a number on a lock. To it's just it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But so it wasn't just one room. This will be part of the spoiler. It's actually three rooms for the one we did. And we got to, we got to the third room. Okay. And we actually got out, but we got out 13 seconds too late. Wow. Yeah. And we got out because we actually skipped like two steps because we had an engineer with us who figured out how to like feel something out. <laughs> yeah. 
kind of like cracking a lot. Not feel you out, right? Not, no, 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 it's, no, no. No, it was like instead of looking for the combination, he kind of figured out how to crack it. You know got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So yeah, just impossible. But yeah, I had to miss because of that. So it's just like a little, it's like an event that like a work type thing would do. Like you would, you could pay to it with to do it with your friends. I'm sure you there's just kinda... some weird people who do birthday parties. Yeah. yeah. You know? Weirdos. There's a zombie one. You yeah. Got the, you got that crowd. So what you're saying is you need to come with like a, a crew, like a guy for this, a guy for that. You need a... You need a wind guy. You need a an engineer guy. I'm not a coach. I, I, I just think it's impossible. You need a morale guy. I, I didn't solve any of the clues along the way. <laughs> so you were no You were the morale guy. Good. <laughs> not not even. I was the, They give you a walkie-talkie. Huh. I was a walkie-talkie guy, so they're like, uh, don't touch that too hard. You're going to break. <laughs> what were they referring to? It was a piece of wood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll leave it at that, Pat. We'll leave it at that. Um, so... Okay, that sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. So you enjoyed it? Was it something you'd do again? Would you recommend it to people? No, I wouldn't recommend it. Really? Yeah. Not, it's not just, good enough it's to more like... frustrating than fun. Got it. Hmm. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like a puzzle, but like one that you don't, I don't know. Were you a puzzle guy in, as, a, as a youth? No. No. No, I never did those. Okay. So uh, maybe it wasn't for you in the first place. Definitely not for me. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What other things do you do uh, over the... Uh, over the weekend. I went fishing with Pete Marianovich, long-time listener. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. That's right. Didn't yeah. catch a single fish. Six hours. Oh, no. <laughs> but I was reeling in two. Like, this happened to me twice, mm-hmm. where I was reeling it in, and it was out of the water, and it plopped back in the water. Hmm. Fish off my hook, man. So you're sure it was a fish? Definitely it was not like seaweed or something like it that. It was a bluegill, man. Okay. All right. I trust you. Did yes. he catch anything? Of course. Oh, really? Yeah. And you were throwing probably similar... Well, he know. only caught one, to be fair. Oh, okay. well, of course, and then you catch one. He, he, like, that caught doesn't... it in a non-traditional way, too. Like, we, we went there with no live bait to start. Yeah. He's sort of a cast-out kind of guy. Yeah. He hooked a fish in, like, the stomach. Really? He yanked it out. Oh. That's how he caught it. Then he that threw sounds it back, gross. And I was like, you just murdered it. Yeah, it's right. not going to survive <laughs> There's that. no way it makes it out. <laughs> so just going to grow up a Nemo fish with a, a bad fin. Yes, yes exactly yeah <laughs> so yeah those were the highlights okay pretty much all right what about you trevor you know not much happened this past week i told you short thing i visited jared at work today yes. um i won't reveal exactly where he works yes but he works close to a place where they shoot some scenes for movies and stuff like that so i i take the train into the city i get an uber over to where jared works and as i'm getting out there's uh, a big sign that says like cinespace movie making or whatever something along the lines of that and uh my uber driver like looks back at me does like a double take looking at the sign like am i supposed to be in this next big movie or whatever because they're clearly shooting something there's security up and down the street and this uber driver keeps eyeing me like i'm somebody famous which i mean i am i'm on chub step right now i would yes (laughs) if i wasn't here i wouldn't be famous exactly exactly. (laughs) but exactly he he was doing double takes which i mean whatever nice guy manual shout out to manual uh yeah friend of the show friend of the Um, show but yeah, no, that that's it. Nothing really happened this week. Um, I told Jared I had a social gathering the other day where I have way too much leftover soda, which I don't know what I'm gonna do because you know soda's bad for the soul. Um, <laughs> Donate to the Chub Step. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we should donate to the Chub Step staff. Uh, maybe we'll do a a Twitter uh, a Twitter giveaway of, <laughs> of Trevor soda leftover soda. Yeah, and Trevor um, runs the Twitter. Yes. If. We haven't covered that previously. Um, I just want to address, have you seen our new header since you addressed the last one? Oh, Pat, have you not seen this? Can I wear protection? Go look right now, okay. but I have a question. Do you have any mistwist? 
Miss Twist, no, but there was oh. a there was a deal. I got some weird. I got some I got some throwback sodas for cheap. So I have like bottled squirt, bottled Ooh, RC, bottled squirt. Yeah, I like that. Some throwback. When you yeah. say throwbacks, crown. you mean yeah. expired? Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah this They're is, out of business. We found so I had this. to sell them. <laughs> we found this in the back. Yeah. Can you look it up right yeah, now? Yeah, we got a Chicago Chubs. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> the Chubs is the new background. Pat didn't want Jeff Goldblum. The Chubs are in the new background. Uh, you're welcome, Pat. That, you can actually thank Trevor for that. He found that. So hey, you thanks, can, man. You can yeah, tweet no the problem. show at Chubstep Podcast. Right? Is that correct? That is correct. At yes. Chubstep Podcast. Um, and also... You know, I imagine the, the mascot being a little differently, or the logo. You think you didn't yeah. think it would just be the exact same, but just with an H in there? Yep. <laughs> well, you would have been wrong, Pat. <laughs> it is apparent. So, so um, anyway, what I was going to say is that uh, my weekend. Yeah. I'm oh yeah. Should refer I ask to my about own. you? Yeah. No, Dying. I'm going to ask about your, myself. How's your weekend? So there was, you know, I enjoyed it quite a bit, but there was a couple things. The highlight or not so highlight is kind of a highlight of um, the weekend was I had to go to back to back graduations. And Sounds like a real two of my movie. cousins. Yeah. So this is, it's at the Sears Center. Sears Center in Chicago. Uh, the only thing that plays there is like the... Sky, right? No, the Sky, the Sky play at the Allstate, the Allstate Arena. Yeah. Now? Sears Center, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the wow. Sears Center game. hosts like the Chicago Slaughter, the arena, one of the arena football teams. Also, Chicago's D-League basketball team is going to be playing there. And then a bunch of graduations and sometimes some concerts. So... I had to go through one St. Charles High School graduation. Then, right after that, another St. Charles High School graduation. How do they have... Oh, because there's different coordinates. There's there's a St. Charles Charles North North and a St. Charles East. Yeah, St. Charles. So, um, I had to sit through both. And so, a couple things. We did this last time. I have a lot of cousins, so I go through a lot of graduations. And what we did did this last time and what we did this time also is uh, we get the ham horn, the, the... the noise that's right at the end of our intro with the all the horns. That rap. Yeah, the rap air horn. And we got a bunch of speakers. That me, me, I, me, I had my thing and a speaker. My cousin had his and a speaker. And right when they called the cousin's name, we just blast the rap air horn to play it. And uh, the crowd go wild. Crowd loves it. Crowd loves it. Yeah, not everyone can hear it, but a good group around can hear it. Now, did they ask you to hold the applause? To yeah, the that's end? what I was gonna. The things I was gonna say. So in the St. Charles North eighty nine, St. Charles East. The principal there was the same principal I had when I was in middle school. And we all remembered in middle school when this principal, uh, he said at the very beginning of, the, you know, please hold the applause for the very end, you know, all that stuff. And and I remember in middle school when the graduation, they were, it was so ridiculous. People like went over the top with how loud they were. Yeah. And people brought he, air horns. He, people actually brought actual air horns. And he had it stopped a few times during the Haynes this is a middle school graduation. Just got to keep said, you chasing need to stop the pump with this. And people just kept doing it. <laughs> Don't he, mess with the middle school yeah. principal, man. But he, but he was just making it worse. You know, like, I understand what he's saying. You can't hear. Sometimes you can't hear the person. But maybe they should just wait till the cheering's done and then well, go to the next grade. It probably has to do self-esteem, Jared. There's people that don't right. get as much applause. The, and that's another thing I'm going to talk about in a second here. Okay. So, <laughs> the, um, but, uh, anyway. So this happened. So he did the same thing at the high school one, and the first the first person that went up, a lot of cheering for that person. <laughs> I was just cracking up. I loved it. Um, but Pat, okay, you are correct that not everybody is going to have a huge group 
of people cheering for them. I'm all about me, baby. What if but, they got haters, man? What if you get booed off the stage? Right, you gotta they don't drown want it that. out with cheers. I've not, I have not heard anybody ever get booed. I've been to a lot of graduations. I, <laughs> I'm sure it's happened. Crazier sure things have happened. happened crazier here. things have happened. I I just think that um, I think that you shouldn't hold somebody back from cheering. And I also I don't know if I'm a huge pan. Pat, are your family pan? big pan? Do you mind if I call you pan? <laughs> the, are we at that stage? Are we at that stage? Yeah. Uh, do your family? Does your family cheer? Have your family cheered when you went across? I don't graduate anymore. Well, when you did in the past, <laughs> did you have your family cheer? I know in college they did because yeah. I told them specifically not to. And <laughs> so they had to. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know. If if there's a family there that doesn't cheer, I feel like it's a little awkward. I don't know. Yeah, and that's well, that was my justification for cheering for my brother's high school graduation. Yeah. He, I asked him if – because I – just yeah. graduated what two weeks ago now yeah and my brother said he cheered i wasn't listening for it but I, I took his word for it yeah but in my situation when my brother graduated high school 2012 yeah. my mom's like you better not say anything because they asked you specifically not to and i was <laughs> like i want to make sure my brother doesn't think he's a loser because everybody else is getting cheers yes so it comes up to uh being cam's time to walk across the stage his name is cam by the way shout out to cam shout out to cam yeah um and I just go, yeah, Cam. And my mom gives me <laughs> this look, like that look like that someone gives you if you're yeah. like at the dinner table and you're like, yeah. anybody can eat that last piece of chicken? And then you grab it right away before anybody yes. has a chance to respond. That's the, yeah. mo- the look my mom gave me. And I was, my brother's like, I heard you, man. I was like, good. Great. Yeah. So was a point. You have friends. Yes. Yeah. No, it's. I I could see I honestly can see what you're saying, Pat. Where if somebody doesn't have a big family, or maybe the family's not even there cheering the. the I'm not saying I'm against it, Jared. I'm just saying why they do it. I think they just don't do it because they are just want to be. They want to get. But they want the applause for the principal after he says. Yes, this is he wants. Class. He's being he selfish. Wants he applause. wants his own. He wants his own. <laughs> cheer for me. This, this is my stage. I get paid to do this. Yeah, exactly. And it's a it's a valid point, Matt. It's a valid point. Um, Who is commencement speaker? Was it Goldblum? Uh, this is high school. These are both high school graduations. So the commencement speaker was. And that's another one thing I'm going to say here. The smartest person in the class, not always the best speaker. No, no. Not the person they should, maybe they should not always choose the valedictorian to do the speech. Sometimes, like, they're so sheltered from studying so much that they don't know it's, how to actually interact. And I've seen that on so I've seen, like I said, I've seen a ton of high school graduations, and I've seen a ton of bad speeches. Mm-hmm. Um, very few times do you see the speech. There's always the same type of speech. I'm going to, okay, <laughs> I wrote down here how at, I would say 75% of a, uh, of a high school graduation speech is, Oh, and we'll never see, you know, principal whatever uh, when he walks through the halls, you know, right as we're leaving. And we'll never spend another lunch hour, you know, with that lunch lady serving us the the bad green beans. And we'll never, you know, like it's always like these stereotypical like things that they remember from high school. Right. And it's always, and we'll never do that again. Like every single high school speech has I'm pretty this. sure ours, I mean, I think ours is a good speaker. Jerry. Yeah. I don't remember who it was, but yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. they mentioned like, our buffalo chicken wraps at lunch. It's yes. like that's that's just the staple. But I'm telling that's you, the only it is lunch you remember. exactly. But that's that's exactly every every yeah. high school speech has that same thing in it. It's just so funny to hear it go over and over again. It's like some stereotypical thing that it is something that all the kids can relate to. But every single speech has that, and it's it's hard to make something different for a high school. They're all because it's there's only so much you can say. But there's so many of them that are just repeats after repeats, and it's tough. You're talking in front of a lot of people. Yes. Yeah, and I'm you sure know what they're thinking about like promiscuous said, a lot of sex. These kids that are top of the class are not the most social people. No, and you're asking this person to go up there. They're and reading talk. word for word. Oh, a lot, yeah, verbatim. Sometimes super fast. Yeah. You know, I got to get this. <laughs> get get out of here. Get off the stage. But it really should be 
somebody, I don't know, I feel like sometimes a little bit more of Jeff, it'd be like the personality of the class. Yeah. Or a competition. There well, you go. True. Or somebody that's like involved in everything instead of just really good at one thing. Yes. Someone who's like kind of just seen the ropes of everything. Yes, exactly. So that was uh, one of my, you know, quarrels of this. So in between, in between these two graduations, we went to rookies. Is there rookies around here, Pat? Rookies? I've never heard of rookies. Okay. Cool it, first of all. <laughs> it didn't need that attitude. But um, so rookies is a uh, is a restaurant establishment, an American pub, as they claim to be. Fine dining. And fine dining. So there's a um, sounds great. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> sounds, sounds great. The lawnmower outside is I. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there is a there's a rookies pub that's right near the Sears Center in Chicago, and so in between. You know, we have a little time to go to, we have a little time to go to the, uh, you know, to go eat. But my uncle warns the waitress before we get there. He says, you know, I got to be out of here by three or whatever. You know, it was like, it was like 35, maybe 40 minutes. He's like, I got to be out of there by then. You know, I've got to see my kids. Explain graduate. as you So about 25 minutes goes by. And this is minimum 25 minutes. And uh, my uncle's like, tells the waitress, he's like, oh, you know, can we, we really need to get out of here. Do we have our food? Ends up ends up escalating to the point where uh, the management comes over. He's talking with my uncle. Then my other uncle gets involved. My grandma gets involved. One of my cousins gets involved. My cousin throws out a you know a couple f bombs. <laughs> Just classic. Um, sounds appropriate. Sounds good. But the guy was okay. The guy was being very rude. Cousin throwing gauge gauge. Don't throw out the f bombs. You know, a little premature for that. Uh, (laughs) too early in the conversation, I think, for the F-bombs. But this was the bad part, though. Not my cousin's actions, shout to Gage. But the bad part was when, uh, like, so then my uncle's like, oh, we're just going to leave. You know, they're going to pay for it. We'll just pay for our drinks. We haven't gotten our food. We're just going to get out of here. We really have to go. But half the table is going to stay. The the manager's, like, yelling at them at some point. And he literally follows them outside of the restaurant and is swearing at them. Literally yelling, like, yelling swears from them them going to the car, and he's outside just yelling at them, swearing at them. The manager of Rookies. I didn't and, ask uh, for this. I feel like no matter how bad the customer is, you should not stoop to that, no. to that level. Who's the professional here? Yeah. Yeah, we're, it, we were not professional eaters. We're not I, Kobe I was talking about this last rookies. time. When, when is the last time we talked about good service? Oh, we were talking about the bad service recently, Pat. Yeah, I don't. It's a good. It's a valid point, and this was really bad service. The food took a long time. I actually like rookies. There's this one in St. Charles that I enjoy quite a bit. Uh, this one was just just a bad experience of this one. Well, now they know where I live, Jared. Now they know. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- I never said you lived around this rookies. You were the one that brought that up. Um, so, anyway, so that's that. Um, Trevor, did you want to go over any of the tweets here? Yeah, because we, we, we don't want to miss any of these ones. So. Trevor's yeah. got his Twitter up right now, the Trump stuff Twitter. We had one is. addressed to uh, Pat couple or last week, but yeah. Pat wasn't on the show. This one is from uh, Michael Thomas James of our sister slash rival podcast, okay. The Real Boys. Lethargic okay. Barrel. Lethargic Barrel in the follow him, yep. Uh, hey, Chubb Step Podcast, if Pat had to invite Taylor Swift to one major life event of his, which would it be? Could be past, present, or future event. <sighs> That's tough. One major life event of yours. What's considered a major life event? Uh, your birth, your death. <laughs> I would not want her on my birth. Birth, death, marriage, graduation type thing. Um, first car. 
first car, first job, <laughs> first of a lot of things, basically. Yeah, right. First of a lot of things. Think about that. First job. Okay. Yeah, first you like job her being was at your food. first job. What role would she play in that? She would be a customer. Oh, you served her. Yes. And <laughs> did you do anything special for this? Uh, would you do anything special I for this? I turned it up real special for her. I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis. Turned it up? <laughs> yeah. Can you, what, is that, what does that mean in this situation? I don't know. What I meant to say is like first day in food, you don't really know what you're doing. Just give her like terrible meal. Just be a bad service? Yeah. She has, she has some fragrant green salad. Yeah. Give her that chicken Caesar <laughs> with ranch instead of Caesar. Perfect. Perfect. Watch perfect. her cry all the way to the mall. Yes. 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 All right. And all right. Our, thank you, Pat. Our, our second tweet comes from Gunnar Stahl at Mike Purcell 13. Hey, Chubstep Podcast. Would you rather have to wear only one roller skate the rest of your life or have permanent Cheeto cheese fingers? No gloves allowed. So that was addressed to all three of us. So we all have an opportunity for that one. Okay. One roller skate or Cheeto cheese fingers? People don't want to talk to you either way. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, one roller skate. I think the main difference would be people would come up and be like, why is he only wearing one roller skate? But people wouldn't be coming up being like, why does he have Cheeto cheese fingers? Because it's obvious why he's Cheeto cheese fingers. Yes. He's eating Cheetos. There's so much to do with your hands. That yeah. would be tainted by that. Mm-hmm. Like you even, go to shake somebody's hand, job interview, <laughs> Cheetos all over them. They would also say, hey, why are you wearing food. a rollerblade? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you wearing a roller skate on your foot? I don't have a foot. I like to keep up. <laughs> you can always play that card. Yeah. You can always play the amputee card, yeah. yeah. Disabled. Disabled, yeah. Financially stable decision. Don't yeah. tell me how I can live my life. You yeah. just got Cheeto fingers. You're just slop. That's a good point. Yeah, and I feel like you could get. I feel like if you always had it on one foot, you could get cruising on. Like you could get some speed. You know, I'm saying you could like get around town pretty fast. You can almost use way. it like a scooter. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Just, it would be like it's a like scooter. A kick and push yes. sort of deal. Yeah. Yes, totally agree with that. Totally agree. With and that. you'd have a job at Sonic regardless. You That's a good point. You're yeah. guaranteed job at Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, in Cheeto cheese fingers, that would taint whatever other food you were eating all the time. It's yes. Like, what if you wanted Unless you're eating Cheetos. Or unless you're eating Cheetos, in which case it's ideal. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could never lick that flavor off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it could taint your sour cream and onion Pringles. That's a good point. It would ruin it. Do we have another one? You know what? I don't believe we do. do we don't have any from earlier because I didn't read any ones from last week. We did all the ones regarding Vaughn, correct? Yes. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Cool. Um, let's see if there's one addressed to Pat specifically. It doesn't look like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got some emails here. We go over some emails. Can't wait. Okay. Uh, Pat, you want to read? You take your shirt off. Um, you know, you, you read have a beer. One, it's long. Uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Subject is, what's that? The cock of a black dude from Eric Nava. <laughs> This question is for both of you and brought to you by Chubsicles. Cool off this summer with a nice... Okay, we don't do free advertising (laughs) here. (laughs) Cool this summer with... I know we say get your free spot, but that doesn't mean just take it. We'll give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, we get to choose when you're going to get your free spot. This is the one time. Cool off this summer with a nice, firm chub in your hand. (laughs) For Pat Cal, Pat, you are a director, writer, producer, casting agent, so on and so forth, whatever. You're making a rated R romantic horror film. Is there a word for that? Romantic um, horror? I, there's a rom-com that's romantic comedy, but I don't Roarer. know. Roarer. <laughs> Roarer. <laughs> I don't know if that's... Homantic. Hormantic. That's what I was going to Hormantic, yeah. Hormantic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Who will be your main actor? Keep in mind, they also have to be someone that's never been the lead of a horror or romantic film slash TV show. Who's the main villain? All Almost the same as the lead, except it has to be someone who's never played a villain in any sense of the word. And what will they be known for in case for future quality theater sequels? Where will it be? This is just long, man. Where, well, start where will with, it be start with one. Start with one thing at a time. What is the then? title of the film? He's just asking for the whole script, I'm thinking. Okay, start with the title then. Chicago Chubbs. Okay, Chicago Chubbs. <laughs> it's a horror film. <laughs> it's a horror romantic. It's a horror romantic, sorry. Continue. Let's see. Who is never... What is The main actor can be someone that's never been the lead of a... Okay. Um, that's tough, man. Jonah Hill. When has he ever played a romantic role? I don't. I don't think he has. No, I don't a think he's bit ever played. Super bad at the end, a little bit. Yeah, but that's not real. I don't count that. Really. Okay, Jonah Hill, main he's villain. Lead it. Okay, he's the lead. Okay, main villain. Tina Fey. Tina Fey, interesting. Okay, intriguing. Okay. Okay, so we got that much. Where will it be filmed? Wrigley Field. Okay, easy. So there's that. There's your there's your movie. Okay. Four J. Same career, only this time you are filming any action mystery movie. Same rules apply. Can't have a lead that's already been in a action film or mystery film. Okay. Can't have a villain that's played one in any movie slash genre. Where okay. will it be filmed? What's the title? Okay. Um, wow. Well, uh, that's what I'm about. I'm all about the sauce. Okay. How about the Chub Steppers? Okay. Um... And who would it start? Action, okay, action thriller. A lot of my guys that I like are action thriller guys, so that makes it tough. Um, man, even my even my deep pulls are not working out as good for me. You know, a lot action thriller is a lot. Action is a lot of movies. A lot of guys have been in action mm-hmm. movies. There's not a lot of guys that have not been action movies that I chocolate enjoy. with sprinkles. Guys? Maybe I should list, look at my pick list. A, of pick a non-action movie guy. Throw him in an action movie. Yeah. Um, just trying to think of somebody maybe that's like... I would say Pauly Shore. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. I like that, go. Pat. I like that. Okay, we're going to go with Pauly Shore is the lead actor in this action thriller. That's, action that's a, or mystery. Action or mystery. Okay, that definitely works for this. The villain, and this can't be somebody that's ever played a villain. So you got to think of a good... Dude, Morgan Freeman. Easy. Morgan Freeman? Pat, let's not have you make my entire okay, question. Okay, but <laughs> I'm trying to help you, you out. Can't here. Yeah, you can't handle this. Yeah, I can't handle I'm freaking yeah. out right now. I'm literally we, freaking out. We only have a four-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's. I like the idea of the girl being the villain. Um, but I can't think of a girl that I would want to be the villain, other than what about. Uh, Rachel Vice from The Mummy Returns and The Mummy. Put it in my pants. You're not liking that, Pat. What about The Rock as a bad guy? Come on, he's had to be a bad guy. At some he, point. he was in the Scorpion King, Fast Five, the fifth episode or movie. He's he, not a bad he guy. He was in that. for part of it. He's not a. He's not Dude, a villain. Dude, he's in The Mummy too. But he's not a. Oh, I guess he is technically a villain in The Mummy. I can't a, do that. What about a oh Jillian from Workaholics? Too easy. Yeah, I don't. Lo- I, she's okay. I don't. I don't dislike her, but I, I don't know if I'm like going over the top. You know, oh man, Nav, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You really threw me. You know, cur- I usually get to think about these movie reviews you and all this stuff. You got the email, Jared. I got you the email. Saw the email. We have Ford Chubstep emailer Pat Forg. Okay. You're making a documentary on pancakes, and you have to star in it. 
The only catch is it's not just a documentary. It's a porn documentary. So that's for you, Pat. <laughs> what, 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 is it, what, is, what is the question, There's no question. You just, you're making a porn documentary. That's it. You don't have a choice. <laughs> there was not a question in that? Yeah. No. It wouldn't oh. be pancakes to porn. Got it. Okay. Well, same thing, right? Something with a pancake booty, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, has Jeremy Piven ever played a bad guy, Pat? Yeah. Isn't it um, old school? Okay. Yeah. I see. I, I think it, when I think of bad guys, I just always think of like what you picture in like a. I always picture like an actual like doing doom to people. I like always think murder. of it like in a. You just think a, of the Joker. I'm thinking of that type of a character. Yeah. I don't. I don't typically think of just an antagonist. You know, necessarily. So now you're gonna get sophisticated with it. Yeah. Because you couldn't come up with your yeah, part. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm sticking with my Rachel Vice then. Okay. I'm sorry enough. Um, oh, and it's filmed in. Uh, in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Why? Why there? Because I don't know a lot of so things. Have you been, been to Sheboygan? Yeah, I've been there. That's why. It's a mystery. It is a mystery. It's about uh, people that surf in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, which is a little-known thing that people do surf in Sheboygan. It's about some uh, surfers, and Pauly Shore is a surfer. You know, he's kind of like, but he's like uh, the big-name surfer in the area, but he wants to go to the bigger, uh, you know, he kind of wants to go with the big waves. He wants to move out go out to Hawaii, get some, you know, big waves out there. But uh, Rachel Weiss is playing the uh, mayor of the town, and she knows that if he leaves, that's their biggest attraction leaving. I want to like buy it. a ticket right yeah. now. <laughs> Sounds like great, it. doesn't this? Sounds great. Okay, let's go to the uh, next email. Actually, uh, why don't you just read that, All Robert, right. since you're here. This one's from Jason Newman. Okay. Hey, Chubbs. Pat, just wanted to make sure you didn't forget about Part B of the answer you gave last episode. What would it take for you to root for the Chicago Chubs? You want to take over my tuition bills. <laughs> There's your answer straight to she the point. She would have to take yeah. over your tuition bills, and the other one was that she would have to disappear from society. Mm-hmm. Good. There we go. <laughs> she okay. could buy, like, six kids' Christmas presents, and it was a big thing. How about, you know, pay for my tuition? Okay, that sounds fair. Okay, then you would root for Chicago Chubs. Okay, on to today's question. If you were stranded on an island, what piece of sports equipment or apparel would you want to wash up on the beach and become your best friend? Mm. See, I don't I'm, like when... I'm going to say that's going to rule out Wilson in volleyball. I'm going to say catcher's yeah. mask. Catcher's mask? That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I hate when things run in my face. You know, you're looking for you know, berries and trees. You get poked yeah. in the eye by a branch. Wow. That's a, that's, I that like way, that one like, a lot, Pat. Unexpected spider webs, too. It's covered. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I really yeah, that was I really do enjoy that one, Pat. You're on fire today. <laughs> what would you name it? My mask? Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> um, you got to connect to it. Uh, you can name it Jim Carrey. I'll, I'll come back to it. Okay. I know it. I just have to look it up. Okay. okay. What about you, Trevor? You seem to, you know a lot about sports equipment. Mm, well, I mean, yeah, to a degree. Yes. <laughs> In your eyes. Um, you know, just out of usefulness, probably a baseball bat. Boring answer, but necessary yeah. to fend off uh, enemies, you know? Yes. In case another person tries to conquer my land. Yeah. Um, fight for food. Uh, you could probably whittle it down to be a spike, too, if you oh, need to. Oh, wooden bat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. Metal bats? Yeah. Weak. That's a good point. That's going to rust. I, I, I honestly, I want to say uh, sports equipment, uh, like a kayak. I think that would be pretty helpful. Qualifies as a stupid answer. <laughs> that is a bad. That is a bad answer. But uh, you know, it is a sport. It is a sport for those that don't don't agree. I would name my mask Leatherface. You would name it Leatherface. Yes. 
Texas or t- sorry, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that, Pat. I appreciate it. People email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. We also have a, uh, a audio question, so we're going to listen to that and then uh, respond to that. This is from the Real Boys Podcast. Hello. Hey. Hey, Hey guys, it's we your a, real base. It's our real base. The real boys. We have a question for you and you, meaning Pat Callahan. What's hey, up? Pat, what's up? <laughs> Yo, Pat. Hey, what's going on, man? Yo, Pat. All right, so would you allow the Chicago Cubs to win the World Series if Taylor Swift was executed, but once the Chicago Cubs, Cubs won the World Series, they were all ritualistically executed themselves, and then Taylor Swift was resurrected, at which point Taylor Swift became the head coach, the manager of the Kane County Cougars, and they were promoted to a major league level and took the name the Chicago Cubs and played at Wrigley Field, but by definition are a different group of people would you say yes? Would you root for them, baby? <laughs> it's a lot to follow. Okay, there. okay, a lot of yeah, a lot of stuff going on there, Pat. So, did you roughly understand what they were saying? Yep. Okay, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Like, you know, well thought out question. Sure. <laughs> you, 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 no, I don't mean I would. I I mean no, but it was a well thought out question. Oh, sure, it's a well thought out question. No, you would still not root for them, no. even though it's an entirely different franchise. Doesn't matter. And it benefits you in so many ways too. These play at Wrigley. All the other Chubbs players have been yes killed. To execution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she gets resurrected. What? So she's Jesus now? We're putting her in the same category. Well, she probably puts herself in that category. You know she does. <laughs> what if it's you that's doing the resurrection and you get hailed that's a good as a point. hero? That's a good point. I'm just no. It's just never, no? never going to go away, is it? I well, don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. It's. I think it's a valid question, Pat, and I think it's time that you addressed it. And well, you have a little bit, but uh, it's not... real boys with the real dumb question. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I appreciate the real boys At question. This point, Thank it's you. our only real material that we have to carry yes. from week to week. It's yes. half our show each time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how about a Brendan Fraser movie review? Yeah. Yay! About twenty years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school. Actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. When these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Uh huh. She's toying with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they think I shaved their butts. I look like a big old steak with legs. Okay, Pat. Uh, this one, I might just be able to sucker you in with this movie. It's called 20 Bucks, 1993. Ooh. 20 Bucks. Uh, great year for movies. Um, a lot of crazy things going on in 1993. But this was directed by Kiva Rosenfeld. Kiva Rosenfeld, known for nothing else you've ever heard of, but that doesn't mean Including it's a bad this. movie. Including this. <laughs> 20 Bucks. <laughs> 20 Bucks. This, okay. This is a, uh, this is, Brennan Fraser is in so many of these movies where there's multiple storylines going on at one time. And they constantly, this one is a little different because it constantly meets up. So the whole storyline about this is it follows a $20 bill as it goes from person to person to person to person. 
So it's like the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants with the but with twenty. What with Brendan Fraser and with twenty dollars. Andrew Jackson, soon to be Harriet Tubman. Exactly, exactly that, exactly that. This one has a super huge cast because people are in it for like a little bit and then they're gone. So Brendan Fraser is in this as much as any other character, and he is a he is a like guy that is a delivery. He's a delivery guy. And his the guy that owns the company, Brendan Fraser, is engaged to his daughter. So, yeah, his boss is also his father-in-law to be. And um, he maybe gets into some trouble, uh, you know. And there's some things going on with the engagement involving uh, some other women with the money and stuff like that. But you see how this passes from person to person. Um, it starts off by just. There's not even like a good story of how it starts off. Like you would have liked it that it came from somebody or something like that, but it just kind of follows it like a homeless lady has it at one point, and she she keeps being put back into the movie. There's a lot of like negatives. Like I, I, it, it goes weird. It it's at one point Steve Buscemi has it with uh, the guy that played the um, the old guy in the. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd from the Back to the Futures. The old guy in Back to the Future. Angels Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Angels in Outfield. So those two are robbing, uh, going and robbing places. And so, like, at one point, you know, they have the money from getting a payment from that. And guess who they rob, Pat, in the movie? Guess who's a cash register in the movie? Who Or cashier, sorry. Beats me. Jeremy Piven. Really? Jeremy Piven is in this movie, along with... William H. Macy, David Schwimmer, Brenda Fraser, of course. Um, that's kind of the other. That's really, Elizabeth Shue is in this quite a bit. So, how small of a role is Pivens? He's just a yeah. cashier. Yeah, he's just a cashier. He's not in it for very long. Uh, the other ones are not, like I said, it kind of just goes from there's so many different stories going on. Um, is that it's just kind of hard. Like, you get, each each is just kind of a small, undeveloped story. Like, you kind of, a couple of people that touch the back on, like, Brendan Fraser's character, they touch back on a few times and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, David Schwimmer plays a weird character where he's, like, selling products for people that are stressed out so that they don't lose their hair does and he, things like that. Does he work at Ross? Um, no, no, he no. <laughs> no, he, he's, like, his own company. Brendan Fraser helps okay. him move. And you kind of just see, they all kind of interact, but kind of not at the same time um this movie is uh, I, it's kind of hard to, like it's just kind of a weird 90s it's like 1990s but it feels really 90s like it's kind of like low production quality in the 90s it's not a horrible movie and the concept is pretty good so i give it a uh a Paulie shore a middle tier brendan fraser movie rating on the encino man scale uh but it's 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 an interesting concept and it's not uh it's not horrible it's not horrible it's not great though i'm not going to go out there and recommend people see this movie but uh if you love jeremy piven and you love steve buscemi and brendan fraser and david schwimmer which i know you do pat i want to go watch steve buscemi steve buscemi was also in airheads with brendan fraser fun fact for you it all ties together it all ties together guys it's all big (laughs) which came out around the same time actually um so yeah this one uh i don't yeah i wouldn't necessarily recommend it but it's not a horrible movie it's watchable but uh yeah so how about that pat how about that holy sure huh yeah exactly 
Uh, how about some Tanzania news? The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting to the You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a uh, fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi. It's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay, we'll touch lightly on this. So, uh, Tanzania's Celis uh, Reserve could lose all elephants by 2022. Elephant Tanzania's largest game reserve could be wiped out within six years, the World Wildlife Fund says. Can we talk about this? Is this Asian ladies in charge of this? No, that was. this is different reasons. Okay. But this is yes. still elephants, though. We discussed elephants before, haven't we? We have. Elephants have been. There's not. There's only so many things going on in Tanzania. <laughs> Obviously, we can. You know, I can pull up other things, but this is just elephants. Before we were just talking about how much of a problem it is. This actually has the numbers. Um, the they said that they've the reserve has lost ninety percent of its elephants over the last four decades. To what? What does it have now? No. Why? Why are they losing them? So a lot of it has to do with industrial scale poaching. Okay. So it is, it is related. This is, I guess this is more like a follow-up to our previous thing on poaching. So it's not like elephant AIDS um, or anything severe like that? No, it's the okay. legal ivory trade. Okay. Yeah, so it has 55,000 square kilometers, which is 21,000 square miles. You know that, Pat, but I didn't, I didn't need to say that. <laughs> so they have that for uh, this area. <laughs> this area. Um, yeah, it's a historic low in this area. They've never had this low of elephants ever. And the, the demand is from the Asian countries, China being a key one. Thailand and others are a key that are working with the Chinese government. Um, so basically, that's the issue. People just want this ivory. What is I like? What what's so great about this ivory? I don't, I don't know. They like the the feeling of it, maybe. I don't know. I think back in the day, it had a bigger purpose for like weapons and stuff like that. But I have no idea what ivory is used for now. I, I ivory have no idea. tower. That's I mean, that's that's really the only time I, I hear it used in modern in modern you know time is just yeah you I've, sit in you sit on your ivory tower ivory necklaces to know the chief of a region they have ivory cloth napkins tablecloths so they're killing they're killing <laughs> elephants killing so they can wipe cloth. their their <laughs> covered hands I mean yeah where does it end where does it end so. Enough with that. Enough with Tanzania. Sorry about that, Tanzania. But, um, Pat, so I was driving, or and Trevor, sorry. I was driving somewhere the other day, and uh, sure, maybe I cut a little too close in front of a lady. Were you in the bug? No, I was in uh, my other car, and she flipped me off. Old lady. And this was, no, this was a lady probably in her upper 30s, lower 40s. Time had not done her well, Pat. I can tell you that much. But what I can also tell you is that uh, she happened to be going the exact same way as me the entire drive to work. <laughs> Almost to where I turned into my office. Like, just happened to be like... She followed you. She didn't follow me because she pulled off a little bit. You know, I kept turned in maybe like two minutes before I got to my office. But there's no way she saw where I went. But it was just the weirdest thing. Like, it happened right early on. And it was so awkward. And when you hit, like, standstill traffic at some point, and that person... Was she staring at you? I tried not. I couldn't look. (laughs) I couldn't look over because... She had flipped me off. I was laughing because I thought it was kind of funny. You just got to own it. Just yeah. lock eyes and just keep the eye contact until she, she crashes. She looked she like... She a kiss, man. She looked like... Well, first of all, she had a passenger in the car, too. 
and it was an angry flip off. It was not like a, uh, you know, like a limp hand. Honker horn? No, just a, just a, like a really mean, really like hard. Yeah, really hard. You can't see people, you know, listening can't see, but I'm just like, you know, really stiff she, arm. She's really tall it. middle finger. And then she, she was like yelling, she was like talking to herself after that. <laughs> Yeah, she had a lady in the car. Yeah, exactly like that. And she, it was just an interesting. Uh, don't get you don't get flipped off a lot. No, you do. Speak do you? for yourself. Jim. What? You, when was the last time you got flipped off, dude? I, I you drive to the city every day just like me. You don't get flipped off all the time. No. Maybe I shouldn't flip them off. First. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> it would help if you weren't doing it first. What? Yeah. What kind of things do you do, Pat? Um, I can't stand when people like stop at a stop sign too long that then I have to stop for like other people yeah. when I could have gone. Oh, mm-hmm. no. just people who are <laughs> unsure at those four-way stops are the worst. Yes. Or like, did you ever see in the suburbs? So you flip them off, you're saying though? Maybe in the heat of the <laughs> Sometimes. It's got to even out somewhere. Yeah. Are you, okay, in the suburbs ever, did you ever see where there is like... You have a yield sign, and the other person doesn't have any sign at all, yeah. and mm-hmm. they yeah. just slam on their brakes. Yes, yes, yes. It's like, dude, you're making it worse. Oh, way worse. And that, yeah. I get you're trying to be safe. That right. slows down everybody. Well, even on my street at home, there's a stop sign at the end of my street, and it's, it's, a, it's a four-way intersection, but like my spot's the only one that stops. But whenever I come face-to-face with a car from across the street who doesn't have a stop sign, they still stop. And they'll, start, they'll like wave me on. I'll be like, you don't have a stop sign. <laughs> Nowhere I'm going is important enough for yeah. me to waste these okay. three seconds waiting for you to go. The worst thing that ever happened to me driving was I had I was at a four-way intersection stop sign. Yep. And I was going straight. And the person to my left was turning right. Okay. And they honked at me to go. Like it made, <laughs> like it made a difference. <laughs> I've, I've heard a good thing to do when you're at a, when you're at a four-way stop and you're not, you know, like there's some some standstill going on just do a point you just point at the other person like they you go and if you just point <laughs> someone that, might take that the wrong way they'll yeah. take it as a middle finger and then flip you off yeah exactly have you been flipped off recently trevor or ever um rarely no but i always try and uh get revenge as much as i can which i think i mentioned you previously. have you have mentioned that you like to try to get revenge on the road oh yeah there was one time where i had a long like 40 minute drive from dekalb back home yeah and right at like the first traffic light i hit this guy hardcore cuts someone else off doesn't even affect me at all i just saw him cut them off and the whole way home no he was tailgating them that's what he was doing he didn't cut anybody off he was like almost had to be maybe six inches to a foot away from their bumper and so the whole way home i tailgated him in my 91 car i don't care what happens to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah he got the message and it was the entire ride home i was behind this guy so you got the message. I, I like yeah. to initiate revenge. Yeah. Um, and I keep tallies on my dashboard, too. I keep a pocket knife. There, so I can just patch it into my dashboard. Carve it out, yeah. I know how many days I've screwed Carve up. Carve it out, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, this was something that uh, popped in my head right after we recorded the last episode. But uh, when when somebody is picking something, does it bother you when they pick a cop-out? Like when somebody cops out of an answer. I was kind of copying out of some of the earlier answers just by picking easy ones uh, with the email about the, you know, the movie, because I just couldn't think of anything good at the time, which is, you know, poor, poor pod on my part. But uh, there was a time in, uh, in India where we were rating these students on how well they were doing in this, in this event. And our teacher, our professor, 
you know, me and my friend were sitting there. And we're like, don't say seven. Seven's a cop out. Seven's a cop out number. Yeah, if you're rating that. someone, seven is the ultimate number of because it's not too good. And it's yeah. yes. not that bad. It's not insulting. Well, they weren't that's great, but they also weren't bad. Yeah, it's it's not an insulting number. If you say six, that seems low. Even though five should be average. But you, you gotta go on the zero one two scale, haven't we talked about this? We have talked about this. Isn't that on rating females though, Pat? Yeah, what are you rating? I'm I'm not talking about rating girls. No, 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 no. I would never do that. That's my daughter. Should about, take that off. I'm talking about just things in general. Like just So you rated that case, slice of pizza a seven? Yeah. Just any, just, Dude, you could use the zero one two scale. Same thing. But, but yes. you get the same message. Everybody would just say one. Could be better, could be worse. No, one, one is, is like you would do them, it, but you wouldn't be proud of it. You that's would what, eat the pizza what, and you want to be proud of it? You would eat the pizza. <laughs> I like that. Three choices. That's it. I do like that better. I'm just saying as far as if somebody gives me a seven on any, like, you know, if you, I'm trying to think what would be, what would, what would be more insulting on a, let's look at our iTunes ratings. Like we have a bunch, a bunch of fives right now, people that are rating that enjoy the show, but I'm sure at some point we'll get some zeros or a three or three. What, what is the worst? Is a three worse than a zero? Cause you think a zero, you almost, you almost you almost ignore the zero because you're yeah. like you're like, it's like I appreciate I appreciate yeah. the honesty. <laughs> but if somebody, but there's no like I don't know. You can't have Three somebody that more hates honest. it that it, nobody hates it that. Yeah. I, I understand it could not be the best, but it, nobody hates it that much. I don't right. think. I think twos and threes are more honest than zero and ones because they're like, well, I mean, there was this one part I yes. enjoyed, but I hated most of it. Yes, I don't know. I could see you know like a zero one star. I don't I don't know. I think I'm. I would be more offended. I would have to think more about it as a three. Where if I just saw somebody zero, they're just like, okay, they just didn't even give it a shot. Three, okay. Yeah. Three, I'm like, eh, I got to step it up. Yeah. You know, like my answer with the uh, with the movie thing. That's kind of my thoughts on it. That was a two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so Pat, you got any other stuff? I didn't want to skip over any of your stuff because I know you've. Uh... Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to tape down the lower parts of my pants. I'm going to put cheese near my feet. They're all going to run down there. And for one minute, I'm going to squirm. Squirm like a, you know what, I can't say it. But after a minute, I let them out to eat the cheese, I'm gone. thousand bucks in my pocket. Did you ever walk in to get food, and the person in front of you, like, stands all the way in the back to look at the menu? <laughs> well, I've, st- I've stood far back to look at the menu before. So maybe I'm that person. You're also tall. I'm taller. That's true. But yeah, but there's those people that are like, I want to see everything at once. I can't just move up close and just look from okay. board to board. But so they're know. trying to make up their mind, though, while there's an empty cashier in front of you. Yeah. And you're just standing behind them. Oh, you know, I see what you you're saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're like stuck behind them. But no, I went to Jimmy John's for lunch today. Ooh, okay. And the cashier and like this guy was all the way back at the door. Like, I walk in the door, and he's all the way back at the door. Like, I'm against the door. You had to wait outside for him to go. No, I was, like, against the door. I was like, dude, you going to pick something? Yeah. Like, just walk up to the cashier. Jimmy John's menu is pretty... It's like uh, the McDonald's menu, where you really shouldn't take too much time to think about it. It's you been the same thing forever. Say a you should almost know exactly what you want when you walk yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. If you're thinking about it that much, there's not We're that not much at, like, variety. We're not like this fine cuisine restaurant with these exotic meats right. or something. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Exactly. It's not but like this they is... just were driving by, oh, Jimmy John's. This yeah. sounds exquisite. Let me see what <laughs> they have inside. Yeah, Jimmy John's has had the same menu since they opened. Yeah. Or like when when I go anywhere to eat. Every opportunity I have, I look up the menu beforehand. I mean, Ooh, we have yeah. these, you know, phones that you know, yeah. we're supposed yeah. to use them. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. 
Oh, that's pretty nice, Pat. I, you know, I don't often do that, actually, ever. So a uh, little lesson from Pat there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm always about getting in and getting out. Getting in and yeah. getting out? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, efficiency, yeah. You don't want to spend as little time in the restaurant. Not even that. I just don't like loud places. Most places you eat are loud. Yeah. I don't like loud. Now, do you do the same thing, like, with a... A female, do you want to, if you're on a date or something, do you want to get in and get out as fast as you can at a restaurant? My girlfriend like knows me so well. Like the moment we're done eating, I I get up to get the the server. Because <laughs> if we're like just sitting there for like 10, 15 minutes, like we're wasting our night here. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Some people yeah. like enjoy just sitting like in the atmosphere of a restaurant, enjoy just sitting there talking. Oh, or you not would not me, like to do man. that. No, okay. Not me. No. What about you, Trevor? No, you're not. Not at all. Yeah. The I don't want the... other people listening to me. Yeah. That is a thing. Well, the shorter the meal is, the less of a chance you have to blow it, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just really mess so, up the date. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah. Um, I have time stayed at restaurants a long times, but then you just feel bad because you're just like, oh, I want to, uh, should tip more and stuff right. like that. You know, restaurant doesn't want you to be in there very long. No. Like, that's a sports bar when they're showing like a big fight or, or uh, a big game a, or something. Yeah, that's like a that. different scenario. Yeah. I think that's not, yeah. That's a little different, different reference, but yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, you got anything else, Pat? That was it. Okay, what about you, Trevor? You got anything that I didn't know if you you had the tweets? I I, I didn't want to I didn't want to pressure you. No, I have no okay. more tweets. I'm just okay. wanted to thank Patrick okay. for inviting me into his humble abode yes. and for having me on the show. Yeah, sure. I wanted to talk about one more thing. Sorry, before we go to that, um, I found this interesting. Dr. Drew on uh, the Dr. Drew podcast, or maybe it was on Adam Carolla show with Adam and Dr. Drew. Um, he was, he made a line, which I thought was interesting. And we talk about like the free, the people, you know, stopping the free speech and stuff like that a lot on this, but he talked about how the first amendment, you're supposed to support the speech you like the least. And I thought that was an interesting, as far as like, it's there to support the kind of conversations that aren't like the most. Like, even if you don't appreciate it, it's the whole reason the First Amendment is there is so that you can have the right to have conversations you don't normally appreciate. So, like, just become more comfortable with things that make you uncomfortable? It's not that you have to be comfortable with it, but it's just there so that you're allowed to have those conversations. Here's my problem with free speech. Yeah. It's always free speech speech versus other free speech. That's what it always seems like. What do you mean versus other free speech? Like, it's always like, this group of people wants it this way. Like, this other group can't. But that's what he's saying. He's saying that... One one group that says they can't, that group, they should be like that's supportive the whole point. of the fact. They should be no, they should like support that they don't like those. They they can be totally opposed to whatever they're saying, but they should support the fact that they can say that. Sure, that's what this whole thing. That's what I'm trying to say by that. Yeah, you yeah. can have an opinion. Yeah, doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The whole thing is that. Yeah. Exactly. People can have opposite opinions. Can you can think that they're a complete wrong thing, but that's kind of the whole point of what free speech is supposed to do. And there's so much stuff where you can't even say what you, you know, want like to say because free speech like spring egg hunt. Spring egg hunt. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like exactly like spring egg hunt. Exactly like that. But uh, you know those people that change it to spring egg hunt, you know they should really just you know. They're not supporting. So they're anti-free speech is what I'm saying. Exactly. And I think, you know, yes, yes. I think it's just a more. So we're supposed to acknowledge the fact that they made it this way. Good for them. That's free speech. They went anti-free speech. Anti-free speech. No, we don't. I mean, it's safe. No, no, no. The issue was more that the the issue was not the people that because you don't. I mean, you're fine with it either way. You'd prefer it. The Easter egg hunt. 
but changed it to Spring. I would prefer it to East Jericho. Yes, exactly. Yes. Apparently, but, what town was it? It was in my. T- it was South Elgin. South Elgin. Yeah, South Elgin right. changed it to to Spring Egg Hunt, and it's. I guess. I guess you can look at it both ways, but this is more the side of the people that don't like Easter Egg Hunt. Like you would never change Easter Egg Hunt to even if it was Spring Egg Hunt, you would never have changed it to Easter Egg Hunt. Like just because you, if it was always had been Spring Egg Hunt, exactly. You don't change it. You yeah, just, exactly. You don't call a Christmas tree a green tree. Oh, we yeah, have our I, green tree in the middle <laughs> yeah, of our family room tree. right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it just more you just support even if these people that changed it to Spring Egg Hunt didn't like Easter Egg, they should have just support. It's all about supporting the species you don't like as much. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Maybe I confused it by overwording it, but. Uh, Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Thanks for coming in, Trevor. Hey, no problem. I do have one final thing. Okay. Yes. I just, yes, yes. It's friend brought to our attention. We okay. know Pat Callen 44 changed his username to Bad Peace 33. Yes. Which it's been brought to our attention. That means Pat Callahan 44 is available. Will you make any power moves? I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might change your Instagram to Pat Callahan 44. Yeah. All right. All right. Just know that it's an option because that it was your that was your football number, right? That was yeah. See, <laughs> well, I'm like, you know, this is it. Grade high school, school. Yeah, grade school, grade school, school. Not, even school. not even high school. <laughs> but it is. Uh, so you do have that option. You can do that. Uh, people email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Tweet us. Tweet Trevor at uh, chubstep podcast mm. and follow Trevor on Twitter. Yeah, at whatever Trevor. At uh, whatever Trevor. Yes, please. And um, please. And then uh, follow Pat on Instagram, badpiece33. <laughs> He's looking at it, right? He just no. changed it. It's there official. All right, follow him at Pat Callahan 44 We did it that fast. It's live. It's live. It's officially Pat Callahan 44 uh, Yeah, you'll be able to show. Rate us on iTunes. Tell a friend. Um, and thanks for listening. And the show has ended. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.